Minnesota Lynx have won seven games in a row. That is the longest winning streak, not only in the WNBA, but in any American professional sport, uh, at least any American professional sport I can keep track of. Uh, they have the longest winning streak by four games in the league, and only one other team in the top 11 has, uh, has won more than two in a row. Uh, so it's been a remarkable streak. It has put them up where they're now fourth in the league, game and a half behind Connecticut for third, two games behind Las Vegas for second, three games behind Seattle for first. They have a two-and-a-half game lead on the sky for fifth. Uh, it has been a dramatic turnaround. If, if you could, Cheryl, just put it in perspective for me. What what has led to this, this nice run for your team? Well, I, I think that uh, you know perhaps maybe the tough start uh, that we got off to uh, it led to a greater sense of urgency uh, to get to where we needed to be, where we wanted to be when we started the season, but we couldn't be for a variety of reasons. And I, I just think that, uh, you know, stars play like stars, and that's Sylvia and and Nafisa. I think when, when that happened, that certainly helped our team. And then I think, you know, we, we can't understate uh, the addition of Lasia Clarendon. Uh, so really since Lasia's uh, signing on, on, I believe it was May 30th, uh, the Connecticut game, uh, which was the first game we won on the season. We're 12 and three, uh, mm-hmm. since Lasia's, Lasia's arrival. So, um, and I think Lay would tell you, you know, having someone like Syl and having, uh, someone like Fee has made their job uh, a lot easier. So, uh, but I think those things, and I, I think that, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, as coaches just, you know, kind of, you know, identifying, you know, what space we need to live in and let's just stick with it. And, and, and that's worked well for us. This is the Cheryl Reeve show, part of the talknorth.com podcast network. Subscribe at your favorite podcast. Best way to listen podcast app. That is the best way to listen. It is free. It just makes things easy. You can always find the shows and the archives of all of our many shows across the network at talknorth.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at talknorthpod. See the shows as they are released. Thanks to our producer, Brandon Morton. Thanks to legendsclassicmn.com. That is the Legends Classic to be held in early August down at the, 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 the Meadows of Mystic Lake. And uh, we have an interview with Jane Geddes, the uh, CEO of the Legends Tour. Uh, she's had a great career, uh, really good talk with her. We're going to have a talk with Julie Inkster, one of the greatest golfers of all time, in next week's Cheryl Reeves show. So thanks to Legends Classic. Go to legendsclassicmn.com to get tickets, to volunteer, to check out the schedule, everything else. Thanks also to SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com, Rudy Luther Toyota, and CaraQuinnRealtor.com. Uh, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's been remarkable to see Clarendon uh, just just – operate you know i don't know what what better word to say and uh you know I, I mean should we be surprised i guess is the right question should we be surprised that somebody who was released by another team was able to make that impact with your team well i, I think if you don't have all the information uh which oftentimes fans can't uh or, or media can't have all the information um uh lace is a good basketball player it just didn't work out in in new york um, and, and we're thankful, you know, I think we talked about this before. We did talk to lay about, uh, becoming our point guard, uh, you know, two years ago when, mm-hmm. when they, when they experienced uh, free agency. So, um, you know, I, I think we thought at that time that lay had, uh, leadership abilities that would be really valuable to our team as we, uh, you know, we're still finding our way after the Lindsay Whalen era. Um, and, and I had some experience with Lasia in USA basketball. So I understood, uh, Walt Hopkins was, um, you know, somebody that had a uh, great connection to Lasia. So we always felt like we knew a lot about Lay. Uh, but, you know, I don't know that you can predict how well uh, the, the, the fit would go. 
Um, but I just think that timing, you know, timing is everything. I believe that, you know, strongly. Uh, this was the right time for Leisha to be with the Minnesota Lynx. And, and uh, so you're, you're happy when those things work out. So, um, you know, it just, it is interesting sometimes how it works for one team and not another. Uh, but we've seen that. We've seen that in, in a lot of different uh, situations. And uh, Bet Nigelini is probably one of a, you know, one of the most interesting examples of, you know, a player that just keeps improving and, um, and then just finds, you know, finds a fit, found a fit in Atlanta, uh, and certainly, you know, has evolved in New York. So it happens, and, and we're fortunate that it happened for us. And when, when Walt makes that move, do you talk to Walt about it, or do you assume you already have the information you need? Uh, we had the information that we needed. There was no um, conversation at that time. Um, you know, in the offseason, you know, you have a lot of information of what's happening. Uh, teams talk, you know, so we knew, you know, there were, there were, there were some issues and, um, you know, there could be possibility of, of, of Lasia, uh, springing loose at some point, but, um, you know, you, you wait and, and see what happens. And as a team works through there, just like we had to work through our, uh, cap issues, roster issues. Um, you know, so did New York. I was thinking about, uh, you know, column topics, I guess it was last weekend. And I was also thinking about going to the Olympics. You and I are both going to Tokyo. Uh, Links are sending three, the Star Tribune sending two, and there are a bunch of great athletes from Minnesota going. I think Rachel Blount and I are the only two Minnesota journalists going. Uh, so we're really looking forward to having that opportunity over there. But I was thinking about it. I thought, okay, Sylvia Fowles, another all-star game, another Olympics. And I thought, God, that, I shouldn't, Put it that way, you know. I mean, she, it's not that yeah. easy. She makes it look that right. easy. It doesn't mean it's that easy. And I, I just, you know, so I wrote a column just about how I got. I hope we aren't taking her for granted. And she has been. I, I thought that she's been great. Yeah, this I year. thought the, the column was great and it was on point. And um, you know, I think would have been a, a huge oversight if that was never written. Uh, so I appreciate you know what you're saying. Jim Peterson used to say it. Um, you know, when we had, when we had Maya Moore and, you know, that, that run of, uh, you know, where like people you're missing out, like, you don't understand, <laughs> like, you know, this is, this is historic and, you know, this player is historic and, uh, and, and, and that exactly what you said about Sylvia Fowles, uh, Sylvia Fowles is a historic player who comes the same every year and it's hard to do. Uh, so I really appreciated, uh, your recognition of that and, and, and sharing that, uh, with, with all the readers. Well, also we have to, and I, people in my business, we have to check ourselves sometimes. And listen, your your story, your franchise's story, when that decade, when you started winning championships, it was very easy for us to write about Maya Moore. She was the most spectacular player you had. It was very easy for us to write about um, Lindsay Whalen because she's a hometown hero, hero twice Olympic. I mean, she's the perfect Minnesota story. She's maybe the greatest athlete in Minnesota history and a great person. Maya Moore also being a great person. And I, you know, when I look back, I go, you know, if I had to do it over, I would write, I would write the same things about Maya and Lindsay, but I probably would have found a way to write more about Brunson, uh, Sill and, and Simone even. It was easier to take Simone for granted because she had already been here. Yep. No, I agree. I agree. And we tried to tell you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're right, and I, I should always listen. You're absolutely right. Uh, let's let's get to some other links topics. We do want to thank our sponsors, Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. 10 cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, 
Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. Also, instead of doing the usual Cara Quinn ad, I'm going to tell you that uh, my wife got a great job. She moved as principal of one school to principal of a much bigger school close to the city. So we started looking for a house and we, you know, did the Googling around that you always do when you start off. And then we got a hold of Cara Quinn and she told us in the first conversation, she told us like 10 things we didn't know and we would not have found out for ourselves. You know, this building has an assessment. That building there, she just knows all this stuff. She And she ended up introducing us to somebody uh, that we might end up working with that we would not have met without her. If you're looking for a house, if you're looking to sell a house, if you're looking for local knowledge, that's what they call it in golf. If you're looking for local knowledge, go to caraquinrealtor.com. You can also just Google Cara Quinn and you will find her at Vibe Realty or LinkedIn, wherever else. But the easiest place, caraquinrealtor.com. Thanks also to SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com, Glory Ramsey's marketing company. Hey, Glory here with Successful Marketing Group. As you know, I work with local businesses. And right now, I'd love your help in supporting local Twin Cities restaurants. This month, I'd like to spotlight Day by Day Cafe. They've been a St. Paul institution since 1980. My daughter and I... I've been going there for almost 20 years. They're family-owned and loved for their scratch kitchen breakfast and magical outdoor patio with koi pond. Oh, and their new wood fire pizzas are a big hit. Go to my Instagram at Successful Biz Owners for more info on them. Um, so I know you're always, you know, you think like a coach. You're always thinking of in terms of improvement, getting better. You know, you've won seven straight. You, you, all of a sudden, you're near the top of the uh, of the standings. What what's your point of emphasis now? going into the when you go into the second half well you know once once they get back and and uh what i'm really excited about is our our great uh staff has an opportunity while uh you know sill and fee and myself are in tokyo to uh kind of work on some things that that are ongoing from a skill standpoint that uh we have we have an opportunity to to even get a little bit better uh, and, and then what's, what's the focus of focus is, you know, when, when the next game, uh, and that's, what's been our focus, uh, over the last seven games or, you know, 15, when we're 12 and three, you know, it was the focus, uh, when we got off to a, uh, you know, a slower start, but so whether you're four game losing streak or a seven game win streak, the focus is always win the next game always. Uh, and that's all you can focus on and you pour everything you have. Uh, so we'll be pouring everything we have into, uh, preparation for New York. That that'll be our next game, and uh, and then after that it'll be Connecticut, and you know that that kind of just goes on and on. And so, um, but but we want to get better. Uh, what I'm going to have a chance to do while I'm here is to, uh, in addition to you know the the hard work for USAB, um, I'll have a chance to when it, you you, know, you step away and look back in and go, okay, where are we? I'm going to watch all those games in the beginning. I'm going to watch. Uh, you know, something I would do in the offseason, I have a chance to do now uh, to just take a look at everything and, and uh, make sure that we're on the right track. Is there any else, any other place we can go for, you know, even better play? Uh, so that, that's what we'll be focused on. Uh, so the fact that the Clarendon has been, you know, so vital to you means that the reigning rookie of the year is now playing more of a backup role. Is that where you see Crystal settling in for the rest of this year or do you want to use do you want more from her? Uh, I mean, of course, I want, I want more for all of our players uh, from from all of our players, and uh, I, I think what's best is is where we landed, uh, which is Lasia as our our starting point guard with Crystal coming in and giving us a pop off the bench. Um, our our team is really good when that happens, and um, you know, Lay's experience of of running a team is much greater. I think her 
uh, late lay strength um, in, in some of the intangibles of you know, communication and directing a team are greater than where Crystal's are right now. Uh, but Crystal has some things that, that she can get done uh, that complements Lasia. So I, I think we have best of both worlds. And I think Crystal has settled into that. And, and uh, you know, hopefully Crystal's one of the ones that, you know, spend some time uh, not only uh, getting better, you know, but now kind of getting healthy off of her, off of, a, you know, a shoulder injury you know, in the Vegas game. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think our team is, I think our, anytime you have positional um, complementary players positionally, it's very helpful. Very, very helpful. And I think we have that with Lay and Crystal. Please check out my new show, Block to Muted with Jim Suhan. I've had Michelle Redmond on as an interview recently, the former LPGA star and gopher golf coach. Uh, this week it'll be David Barry, uh, who Cheryl obviously has a very good relationship with. David's uh, very incisive and blunt and pretty fascinating. To- and, and he talks about basketball analytics in a way I just don't hear very many places. So please check out that show as well. Um, how's, your, how do, how's your team's health going and coming back? I would say, um, you know, as it stands right now, the last that I saw everybody uh, in need of a break, in need of a physical break um, and, and, and a mental break. I, th- I think, you know, people ask me, you know, is there any part of you that wants to keep playing? I, I very quickly answered no. Uh, <laughs> and, and we joked about that when we all got here. You know, people don't understand, you know, the, um, you know, just kind of how, you know, the, like the intensity of it all and players coming off of overseas seasons dropping right into you know, they, they need a break. And this is a, this is time that they don't ordinarily get. If you're not an Olympian, uh, family time, you know, time just to, you know, however you fuel up, um, you know, to do that. And, and so, yeah, I think, uh, overall we're, we're, we're in good health, it, but, you know, in need of a little bit of time, you know, as we know with Ariel, we know with Natalie, although Natalie is you know going to be playing over in Tokyo. So fingers crossed that, uh, Natalie can get to that place where she's healthy and then return to us healthy. Uh, so we still have a little ways to go in terms of our overall health. Next week's Cheryl Reeve show will be more about the Olympic experience, the Olympic, uh, you know, the Olympic team, Cheryl's work with the Olympic team over the years and the WNBA all-star game this week is more focused on the links themselves. Obviously, uh, one thing David Barry said in my conversation with him is he had the, the metrics, the analytics tell him that this can be, a championship team and he's talking about winning it all and obviously he said doesn't mean they're going to you know there are three other at least three other teams that are real real threats but he feels like you're in that realm do you think in those terms uh, I don't uh, when we construct the team we certainly do um, you know I I am like you I, I share um, you know an affinity for the analytics and I think there's a bunch of different analytic models and you know, David is somebody who always communicates uh, how he feels about <laughs> uh, different constructions of teams and why teams are good and why they're not, uh, why we pay players, you know, astronomical amounts of money when they're not all that productive in his view. Uh, so we, we like to have those conversations and, you know, he'll, he'll say this team can win this many games. And, uh, you know, a lot of times he's right. So uh, I'm, I'm, I like to I like to hear when he tells me that he thinks our team has a chance. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to say I believe the analytics. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a report that uh, Chechi Zendelicini, it might be coming back to the WNBA. Is, uh, do you have any information on that? I don't at this time. Um, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're still working through some stuff and um, yeah. So not at this time. I don't. 
Got it. Um, Maya Moore, a documentary, uh, you know, another, uh, you know, uh, Arthur Ashe Award. Uh, I mean, it's just remarkable what she's done. Uh, do you have any any thoughts on Maya in general or on or, or do you and do you have any thoughts on the fact, you know, that she's been out for a while now and we just might not see her in, in a uniform again? Well, I think you just said everything. Um, <laughs> you know, Maya Moore's, Maya Moore's journey is uh, obviously now for lots of people to be able to see and digest and uh, and that's only, you know, what, what you see. There's just so much more um, that those of us that have been even just a small part of the journey, you know, that, that have, you know, kind of, you know, when we see the documentary, um, you know, there, there's just a lot more, you know, to all of that. And it's like game night. You only get to see 40 minutes of, of game. You don't get to see all the practices and everything that goes into it. That's a little bit like the documentary. Um, and I think that, you know, I think that, I mean, I think at this point fans should understand that, you know, I mean, where, you know, Maya's journey has taken her and has been out a while, um, you know, that it's, it's a very much a long shot that, that Maya, and we've said that, you know, that we haven't, we're not surprised by anything uh, that's happened. And, you know, Maya has been a good communicator and, and it's obviously an incredible story. And we're so thrilled uh, for, for Maya to be acknowledged in the way uh, that she was with the Arthur Ashe award. And that's pretty incredible. It's, it's been quite the journey for her in her life. Next week, Cheryl and I will talk about Team USA and the WNBA All-Star Game. Please stay tuned for my conversation with Jane Geddes, Geddes, CEO of the Legends Tour. Again, legendsclassicmn.com is where you find out all the information on that tournament. And, you know, we'd like to make it a fixture here. We'd like to you know, prove that Minnesota supports women's golf. So maybe there's an LPGA Tour stop uh, in, the, in the future. Uh, so check this uh, conversation out. Thank you for listening. on the Shell Reeves show we've been telling you about the Legends Classic the Lando Lakes Legends Classic presented by the Meadows of Mystic Lake it's going to be August 5th through 7th at the Meadows of Mystic Lake down in Prior Lake Minnesota it is a beautiful course and to discuss this further and tell you and to have just a good golf conversation I want to introduce you to Jane Geddes uh, CEO of the Legends Tour LPGA great uh, Jane thank you for being here you know Cheryl and I talk about women's sports we're going to talk about the tournament itself here in a second but Cheryl Reeve you know she's a Hall of Fame coach and general manager uh, we always talk about equity and equality in sports and so I, I it just I'm interested in your overall view of the progress that women's sports have made that uh, that you know women in golf have made uh, where do you think things stand right now well, that that's a great question. Uh, first of all, thanks thanks so much for having me. I'm I'm really happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy that um, we're going to be heading up to the Minneapolis area um, soon, um, and um, really appreciate the support that Land Lakes has given. Um, you know the the legends of the LPGA. So um, yeah, equities. It's a tough one. You know, um, on one hand, um, I think at times we make progress. And then, um, you know, it's, um, and then at, at times I I feel like we stall a little bit, um, having been on sort of both sides of the ropes, having been a player and also, um, worked, um, at the LPGA and as an executive there, um, I, I sort of understand a lot of the dilemma around, you know, in the end of the end, it, it comes down to money and who's making, you know, and who's making money and who's making not and where the revenue is coming from. And I think, you know, it's hard for me to talk about other sports because I don't have that insider sort of knowledge on that. But I do know that, you know, with golf, when I was playing on tour, um, 
you know, we were always just behind the men as far as, you know, our purses went and whatnot. And, you know, we always felt like uh, we were sort of gaining on it a little bit. Certainly we were making great livings and, you know, getting paid to play golf and travel around the world. It's the greatest job ever. Right. But, um, but then tiger came along and, um, the tiger effect on the PGA tour and then the ultimate disparity that, you know, kind of, it was created around the women. Um, it was huge, you know, I mean, when tiger came along and, and the ability for the PGA tour and for men's golf to, to, you know, create this uh, huge revenue streams around TV and, and, and all the things that the tiger, um, you know, that the tiger impact had, um, on golf was huge. And, and we didn't have that, right. It did. It, there wasn't a necessarily a trickle down on that. I mean, was there a trickle down as far as maybe interest went in golf? Yeah. And was there, I think we're, um, you know, where we are, um, you know, all of golf benefited in some way from that, but, but certainly as far as the, the equity, um, went, it, it just shot the PGA tour, you know, just kind of straight up. So it is what it is. There's nothing you can do. We haven't had our tiger yet. Right. So, um, you know, hopefully one day women's women's golf will have their you know sort of tiger effect. And one thing Cheryl always points out is that uh, women's sports ratings have been increasing dramatically in recent years, and it seems to be as simple as if you televise stuff, if you give people a chance, and you you know promote it the way you would promote a men's event, eyeballs do find it. Fact, that is a fact, and not only promote it, but um, but but televise it the mm-hmm. way. Right. Um, you know, but, but all the all the bells and whistles that comes come with men's golf. Um, it's important to have those in the women's broadcast as well. You know, and, and though all those things make a difference um, and the, the ability to to have the time to to humanize the players, bring 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 the players, you know, tell the stories around the players. It's it's about the stories. Right. You know, part of what Tiger brought is Tiger was a great player, but he also his story was, you know, he had this amazing story. Um, And so I I think, um, you know, I think I I totally agree with Cheryl that it's, you know, it's all about, you know, if 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 you want to start with equity somewhere, start there and then let's see what comes from it. Right. Tell me about the Legends Classic. By the way, you can get tickets and information and volunteer at legendsclassicmn.com. It's the website where everything happens here. Uh, Tell me about how this tournament itself came to be uh, and what it might lead to. So um, Michelle Redman, who who lives up in the Minneapolis area. um, We had Michelle on two weeks ago. Yep. Fantastic. And, you know, uh, one of our, one of our great players on the LPJ and on the legends tour and, um, very passionate about, you know, the tour and the game, um, came to me, I guess, a couple of years ago, um, and, and said, Hey, listen, I think, you know, we've got some interest up here in Minneapolis to, you know, with Lando Lakes being involved, um, with his event. And, um, we had it on the schedule for, uh, worked on it in 2019 and then had it on the schedule for 2020. And obviously, um, you know, COVID hit and there was nothing that we didn't, we didn't play any events last year. Um, but we're fortunate that, um, that Lando Lakes and Michelle and, and the, and the group that was putting it together wanted to, you know, wanted to carry it on this year and just get, let's just put a pause on it. Let's put it on 2021. Um, we're very, very excited to be, um, you know, to be going up many, the Minneapolis area has been good to the LPGA through the years. Uh, we've always, we always enjoyed going up and playing and, and, um, had some great events up there. Um, you know, played the Solheim cup up, um, 
up there as well. And so it's, it's a perfect kind of a perfect size city for us. It's a perfect sort of, you know, we have a great history there. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I hope that people will come out and watch and, um, and come see a lot of the players that, um, you know, that were the household names, you know, Nancy Lopez is playing, Julie Inkster is playing, um, Michelle will be there obviously. And, um, you know, we have a, a really good field of players. Everyone's excited to play. We haven't played in over a year. Um, so, you know, everyone's kind of looking forward to playing some golf. Um, so, um, anyway, I, I, I think it's going to be great. I think the venue will be great. And, uh, you know, and, and, and again, it, it really, um, I hope that people come out and really, um, you know, get to enjoy some, some good golf and, and some, hopefully some familiar faces, you know. We're lucky to be speaking with Jane Gettys, Legends Tour CEO, former LPGA great. Uh, you know, I would love to see an LPGA Tour stop up here. I mean, your tournament's going to be a lot of fun as well, but I, this is a, this is a golfing Mecca. It's a kind of a hidden golfing Mecca. High percentage yep. of our population plays. We all get outside in the summer and enjoy, and we have great golf courses. Uh, do you think there's any, and I know it's not exactly in your realm, but do you think there's a chance of an LPGA stop up here? I, I wish I could tell you that yeah. there was, it's, it's not in my realm. And, and Minnesota is a great golfing state. It's one of those sort of unknown, like right tidbit facts oh, yeah. that, you know, there's like per capita, like some ridiculous amount of, you know, people that play golf and it's, it's awesome. And, and again, you know, when we played up there, we had great, I, I mean, I loved, I loved being, I always say like, you know, I haven't been in Minneapolis in the winter, but I loved it. I love Minneapolis as a city. I love being there. I loved staying. We always stayed downtown and um, on purpose because it was fun. And, um, and we had great crowds. And so, um, you know, I, I think it'd be a great place for the LPGA to get back to. Of course, it always comes down to, you know, needing sponsors and, you know, putting that all together and, and the puzzle that creates those events. Personal question. Uh, Molly Gallatin used to work for the Minnesota Twins up here. I know she works with the PGA. Do you, have you ever crossed paths with her? I have not, like okay. personally. I know Molly, you know, through the business, but I, right. I yeah, we're not, uh, you know, we're not close friends. I know she's a very, very talented person. Um, so I, you know, I, 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 she was sort of a coveted hire along the way. So I'm, you know, happy to see that she's, she's in the game. Yeah, selfishly, I'd love to get her back in this market, but I know she's doing a great job for the PGA. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what's your take on Nellie Corda? We, we were talking about, you know, women's golf could use a tiger. Every sport could use that, yeah. that compelling figure. What's Nellie Corda's upside? Well, her golf swing. Mm-hmm. Greatest golf swing, right? I mean, yep. uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of great golf swings on the LPGA Tour. There always, there always have been because women – they don't have the strength to, you know, they get away with funky stuff. And so there's typically, technically women are, are, you know, swing the golf club well, but Nellie's golf swing is absolutely beautiful. I mean, I love watching her swing at the ball, you know, and, and I think she's got, I mean, she's got an amazing temperament. I don't know her personally very well. I know her dad actually, um, a little bit through just through the game and through tennis and whatnot. And, um, when I was working for the LPJ, um, her sister, um, Jessica just had come on tour. And so I got to know Peter, um, pretty well, but what a great sports family. I mean, talk about a story, right? That, mm. you know, I, I love when we can tell stories and, and, and that is a great story. Um, that whole family is a great story, but man, oh man, she can play some golf. She She's can fantastic. Play. And that was a blast oh to watch her in the PGA. Man, um, you know, yeah. And so there, there you go, you know. And I think she's 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 got a lot going for her. So we'll see. You never know. It's so hard to predict. You know, it really is. It's so hard to predict. But, um, but anyway, I, you know, I'm I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. 
We're thrilled to be partnering with the Legends Classic. LegendsClassicMN.com is where you can get tickets, where you can volunteer, where you can find out about the Pro-Am. Uh, it's going to be a blast. We're really looking forward to having it here in town and, and having it continue, I hope. Uh, are you? Do you like the fact that golf is in the Olympics? Love it. I was a part of that um, of that group when, when, um, when golf was, um, you know, looking to the, um, to, uh, to the Olympic, you know, looking towards the Olympics and figuring out how to, how to get there. I was a part of that group. I, I was the representative from the LPGA actually, um, that worked with the small group that, um, that worked with the, um, Olympics to get it, to get it oh, there. Wow. And so, um, yeah, it was really, it was, a, it was an amazing experience. I mean, you know, we went and, and, and visited, um, you know, went to Switzerland and went to the Olympic headquarters and, and, you know, and it sort of petitioned the whole thing. So it was really a cool, cool experience. Um, I was so thrilled when I wasn't working for the LPJ when, when, um, when the, it was first introduced at Rio, but I watched and with great pride, you know, and I think it's great. I, I would have loved to have, um, had that opportunity when I was playing. Um, I just think that, you know, it's such a, we, in golf, with the exception of the Ryder Cup and the Solheim Cup, where you get at least the U.S. and the European players get to play for um, your country, you know, golf just doesn't necessarily have that um, that overall experience, right? Where it's so important. So I think certainly the women's side of the game has embraced it 100%. I mean, I don't think there's any players that you know none pulled out in Rio, and none. Um, I don't think. Um, that, that were selected pulled out in Japan. So I, I think that's really commendable. And, and unfortunately the men's side, you know, ha- has, it, it's lagged a little bit, right? It hasn't, it, yes. it, I, I guess there's no, it, they don't feel the importance there, which is really unfortunate because I know that, um, you know, the IOC was very, very, you know, after being on multiple, multiple phone calls and meetings and stuff with them, I mean, that you know they it was it was very important for them to have all the best players in the game participate um, at that time it was tiger you know which was ironic because he didn't participate in rio right. but they were so focused on how do we make sure tiger's here how do we you know and every you know we were all like don't worry he'll be there you know <laughs> don't worry about tiger you know and then he doesn't play in rio but which was a whole nother story it was so ironic but but it's but i from from the women's side I'm very proud that, you know, the women are so excited to be a part of that, the whole thing. So Hazeltine uh, hosted the Ryder Cup. It was a blast. It was also kind of crazy with Reed and McElroy going back and forth, the crowd mm-hmm. getting really into it. What are Solheim Cups like? Same. They're, they're yeah. the greatest experience. The players, you know, I mean, it's the, it's the most coveted you know, sort of thing that you can qualify for on the LPGA, really. Um, you know, at, at least it, it – I'm sure there's other events and I don't, you know, don't mean to dismiss anything. Certainly the, um, you know, the, you know, all, all the races at the end with CME and whatnot, but the Solheim cup is just the thing that it, there's nothing like it. I mean, I can tell you, I, from a player's side, I, you know, when I played, I, I there was, I was never as nervous. I was nervous for three days straight um, <laughs> playing every moment, every shot, every, you know, it was amazing. And I was fortunate to be um, assistant captain with to, to Patty Sheehan twice. Um, so, um, and, and being on that side of it and, you know, watching the players, you know, and rallying them and, and getting them, you know, ready to go. I mean, it's, it's just an amazing, amazing experience. And, you know, I, I think 
you know, players do get paid a little bit to go, but I think overall it's one of those where if anybody could do it, they'd do it for free. It wouldn't even matter. I mean, yeah. you know, it's just, it's an amazing, amazing, you know, week of golf. Great stuff. To watch we have a, and to play in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a great week of golf coming up. Again, the Legends Classic, legendsclassicmn.com has all the information, the tickets, opportunities to volunteer, the schedule of events. Uh, a lot of all-time great players will be in town. Uh, we're really lucky to be partnering with Lando Lakes and the Legends Classic. Uh, Jane, thanks so much for your time and, and enjoy your time here. Yeah, thank you very much, Jim. And I'm, I, I can't wait to get up to Minneapolis. So, And I look forward to seeing everybody out at the golf course. Yes. Thank you again. We'll see you there. Take care.